it could just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Tuesday, January 18th edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremation. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home, proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us here on this Tuesday in the Eastern Panhandle. Again, school's canceled, so no EPAC basketball action tonight that we were going to have as uh, Martinsburg was set to travel to Broadford and Christian Academy up near Hagerstown and take on a Broadfording team. But unfortunately, that game postponed or canceled. I have yet to be confirmed which one. It is. They may not be able to get that game in again with them. I'm not too certain, uh, but... That also affects Jefferson and Spring Mills that was set to go tonight, boys basketball-wise. So, uh, kind of sucks. Back-to-back days, games canceled. Yeah, and definitely, you know, it will affect things if they are able to reschedule these games. I mean, obviously the conference games, they'll have to get rescheduled for Martinsburg. We'll see if they can fit it into their schedule. But, um, you know, it makes the end of the year have that many more games heading into playoffs. So we'll see if these two teams want to reschedule this game or not because depending on how your schedule's already lined up, you may not want to play that many games in a row or whatever uh, ends up being the case. So hopefully they can get it in, but um, it, we'll have to wait and see. And obviously uh, that Spring Mills-Jefferson game will get played. It just won't be uh, yesterday like it was supposed to, obviously. And we should probably add – yeah, today. My bad. We should probably add our new breaking news for uh, Saturday as well. Oh, yeah. We will no longer be broadcasting Martinsburg at Morgantown due to some scheduling conflicts here at the station. Uh, sad about that one. Wanted to make the trip up to uh, see two good teams in action. Unfortunately, unable to do so. Yep. Don't have much to add. To That's all that needs I mean, Nick, you're the play-by-play broadcaster for I mean, the Martinsburg yeah, Bulldogs. I wanted to be there. Because that, uh, be, that would have been a good game. Yeah, it definitely would have been a good game. I mean, we've seen how well Morgantown's been this se- or how well they've played this season, and uh, Martinsburg has potential, I think, to compete with any team. It just hasn't really put it all together yet. So, would have been a good test for the Dongs. We'll still have Friday's game, which will also be a good game. Um, Spring Mills hosting Spring Martinsburg. Mills, uh, while we're talking about Martinsburg. We've got a little uh, interesting news coming out of the uh, Bajant camp here. Uh, not too sure how the picture made it its way online, but uh, our own Mike Hornby, the owner, was talking to us. He's like, did you see the did you see the Bajants in uh, Terps jerseys? And we're like, what? And uh, if you're watching on TV10 or on TV10 on Facebook, you see right here, this was posted on a Martinsburg Bulldog fan page. You see Tyson and Ezra. In uh, Terps jerseys, taking their visits. So, uh, what what do you guys make of this? Well, I'd kind of mentioned that Maryland might be one of the teams that he visits. Um, obviously, you know they're a regional team, so they probably know a little bit about Shepard. They probably have, you know, kept up with Bajan's game. But I don't know if he would be a great fit for them since they do have uh, Talia Tagovailoa. 
<laughs> I'd never get that right, but to his little brother, Talia. There you go. Uh, and he, he he's played okay for them, um, and, and certainly isn't as good as his brother, but is a, is a decent quarterback. Um, now, if they think Bajan's better and, and he could win that job, I mean, it'd be a good fit, I think, because Maryland has a ton of offensive weapons. I mean, they have Rakeem Jarrett, who was a five-star recruit uh, just a few years ago. They got Demas, who I think will be back for another year. Uh, he's coming off injury. So those are two stud receivers uh, for you to play with in the Big Ten. Now, it would be a challenge. Maryland has struggled pretty mightily in the Big Ten, but they are getting better. They won a bowl game this year. Uh, but I just don't know if he would fit in there great because I don't know if he'd win the job one. It wouldn't be a guaranteed starting position. And it, it would be a tough competition and there'd obviously be a controversy all season long if you do win the job uh, and maybe he struggles a little bit, then you'd have another guy right over your shoulder that is a pretty well-known quarterback that at one point was committed and playing at Alabama. So, you know, we'll see. But it it would make some sense that they at least showed some interest, and and we'll see um, what Bajan's decision ultimately would be. But nothing would be guaranteed at Maryland. Well, it wouldn't be guaranteed anywhere. I think West Virginia makes a lot more sense because you have a freshman coming in there that really is just not proven. I mean, he's a four-star recruit, but there's tons of four- or five-star recruits that never – do anything at the college level so i feel like that would make more sense for him to go to wvu in terms of the fit and the ability to start right away yeah yeah i think that's got a lot to do with it colin you having a take on this yeah we now know uh two of the three visits that were uh rumored around in uh for tyson didn't hear much about uh ezra but as you can see in the picture that we showed he also got the visit to uh maryland he was also at west virginia they didn't get a picture like this they they the may uniform, have it just may not be we just haven't seen it because they usually when players go on their visits it's true they take these pictures so then when they commit if they commit they post it on social media the team's got something to post and they got something to post I don't know how likely it is that Tyson is going to go to either West Virginia or Maryland. I feel like the one out of those two would most likely be West Virginia. So I agree with Nick there just because of the fact that they are the ones that have had the most struggles when it comes to quarterback. Marshall already has their guy now coming in, and West Virginia just has – Nico Martial, who seems like he could be a great fit, but do you really want to go with the true freshman in now year number three when Neil Brown's already in a hot seat situation, head coaching-wise, it seems like? Yeah, I don't know if you want to do that or not, but I think, I don't know. If I, if I was Tyson, I only took that that WVU visit because everybody expects you to. You probably still have hard feelings from recruitment out of high school. I don't know. Isn't it a different coaching staff, though, by now? Yeah. It's true. It was Holgerson that was there. So I, I don't think you have the hard feelings anymore. Plus, I mean, it's pretty obvious that while Tyson has developed now into a Division One quality player, he might not have been that coming out of high school. I mean, he didn't get a ton of offers from D1 schools, and now he's getting that chance. So it's not like every school in the – or it's not like 
every school in the country was looking at him and, and WVU just wasn't for some reason. It just seems like for whatever reason he wasn't looked at as a D1 prospect and now he is. So I think the hard feelings argument, I mean, kids move on from that. Plus it's a completely different coaching staff. It's a completely different situation. I don't think that will have much to do with it if he wants to leave and it we're not even necessarily wants to leave but more so wants to play at the division one level and he thinks wvu is the best opportunity for him to play and play well then he'll go but if not he'll stay at shepherd we've got a comment here uh from ar emmert uh he says surprisingly a lot of pushback from in-state wvu fans except from the eastern panhandle against offering tyson smh it's always been Martinsburg versus everybody else. Well, I think, too, a lot of the fans probably outside of the Eastern Panhandle don't know who this guy is. And they, they see a D2 player trying to come to D1 level, and they yeah. think, we don't want a guy that was in D2. Right, they automatically Yeah, they haven't seen him play. That Bajan can't play because he's a Division two quarterback, and that's obviously not true. I mean, he was the best by a long shot in division two at quarterback yeah and we'll see how this this situation continues to develop according to the uh, article in which he spoke with rick kozlowski of the journal he said he'd be in there for two weeks well two weeks comes this friday so so counting down I the days see if the third visits already happened or if we're going to see this third team coming up here in the next couple of days yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. I'm not sure. I you know, That's what we at, heard at the start was three visits. So yeah. now you got West Virginia, Maryland. Who's this third one? Yeah. That's a, that's a good question. Uh, I think everybody would like to know who that third one is, but uh, maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. That does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford, and Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one. First, go to ParsonsFord.com for more. We come back, we'll talk uh, some West Virginia hoops and just college hoops in general as the Mountaineers tonight. They got a 5 p.m. game. We'll have that game, 4 p.m. pregame show right here on Talk Radio WRNR. We'll talk more WV hoops next. For the first time in a long time Till I bumped into some of your friends Over there talking to mine with four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons goal of financing for all, and Parsons famous above market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine. Are you considering selling your home and don't know where to start? Then call Chris Ross and the Milestone Real Estate Group at Keller Williams. A Martinsburg High School graduate, Chris knows the local market and he's proven it as number one real estate team in West Virginia in 2019. 
Phone Milestone Real Estate Group at Keller Williams at 304-579-7349 or go to callchrisross.com. Let's celebrate your real estate milestone together. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway, Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back into this Tuesday edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Wee, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin coming at you live here from Martinsburg, West Virginia in the Eastern Panhandle on Talk Radio WRNR, whether that's 106.5 FM on the FM dial or 740 on the AM dial, uh, TV 10 on Comcast Channel 10 or TV 10 streaming live on Facebook. Uh, let's talk a little Mountaineers. Currently, uh, men's basketball sitting at sixth in the Big 12. They have a big game this evening, a 5 p.m. contest. Hosting Baylor. Baylor, I believe, has dropped two straight. Went from number one now to number five in this latest poll. Uh, we'll get into that more after we hear from Tony Caridi in the today's edition of the Mountaineer Report. The angry bears from Baylor are ready for the Coliseum. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer Report. It's brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from our farms to our stores. And pick and pack every blue, raz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because we believe in treating your food the same way we'd want ours to be treated. It's the golden rule. Only for, like, fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. 42 million Americans struggle with hunger, yet 35% of the food in this country is wasted. Those aren't just numbers, they're our neighbors. Your daughter's friend from school, the family of four next door. The Kroger Company Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation is committed to making fresh food accessible to all by ensuring it never goes to waste. Together, we can help end hunger. Learn more at ZeroHungerZeroWasteFoundation.org. It is game day for the Mountaineer basketball team, a rare Tuesday afternoon contest. West Virginia and the Baylor Bears tip it off at 5 p.m. this afternoon. That means we'll be on the air here on MSN beginning at 4 o'clock. Baylor comes to town after losing back-to-back games for the first time in 1,038 days. That's right, their loss last Saturday to Oklahoma State snapped a 76-consecutive game streak without 
back-to-back losses. Now, this will be Baylor's first return trip to Morgantown since they clinched the Big 12 championship last season. Great game, 94-89 overtime final. That was back on March the 2nd. Then the Bears went out and won the national championship. Today's game, 21st meeting all-time between the two schools, all coming in the last 11 seasons. Baylor is 12-8 against the Mountaineers all-time. Baylor has won four of the last five. The lone loss came in Morgantown back at the end of the 2019-2020 season. It was the final game of the year. In fact, the Bears have won their last three trips to Morgantown, but they are 2-4 and four overall in their last six trips inside the WVU Coliseum. Baylor, as you know, has been really good. Think about this. They have won 12 consecutive games away from home, nine neutral, three road games. And Baylor is 16-3 and in Big 12 road games over the last three seasons. Another tough challenge for the Mountaineers. That is today's Mountaineer Report. It's brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Key number right there, 16-3 and for the Baylor Bears away, uh, I believe, in the last couple of seasons. That's going to be a big thing going into tonight's contest. And uh, it's just crazy looking at these uh, these Big 12 standings. Um, every team is just kind of separated by a game here in the top few. Uh, you got... Uh, you got Kansas on the top of the conference at three and one. TCU at two and one. Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas at three and two, and WVU at two and two. Uh, that's kind of how it all shakes out. So it's a very close conference. That's kind of what you like right now, and see if anybody can uh, get above it. But if West Virginia wins tonight, they somehow beat Baylor. They'll be three and two, and Baylor will be three and three. They'll yeah, jump them. and you like the fact that the Big 12 seems like it's the toughest conference in the NCAA right now. However, you look at West Virginia right now, and you said they could be 3-2, and two, but if they lose, you go 2-3 and three in the conference. Yeah, your overall record's great, but you got to realize that even though I said that you want everybody in from the Big 12 when it comes to NCAA tournament time, because they all have the talent to be a great team to make deep runs in the big dance but reality is not everybody will and if West Virginia keeps losing they're not going to have a statement win and end up a bubble team so this needs to be your statement win at home coming off a really bad loss to Kansas who could have been a great statement win as well because those two teams are always the best teams in the Big 12 Kansas and Baylor and Baylor and now they're back to back so you need to get this win Baylor favored by six and a half in this contest, according to the odds makers. Uh, it's gonna, it should be a good one, a good matinee or you know early evening contest uh, for the Mountaineers tonight. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, West Virginia and their two games against ranked teams in the Big Twelve have not looked that great. Now I know they didn't have everybody against Texas, but I, I mean, Baylor's coming off of a loss to Oklahoma State, but. And a loss to Texas Tech, but Texas Tech is a ranked team. Uh, and, and obviously, WVU beat Oklahoma State by 10. But I think, you know, anytime a team that's considered this good, like Baylor, I mean, a top 10 team, back to back losses, it's tough for them to lose three straight, especially to two unranked teams. So I, I would give the Bears a good chance tonight. Uh, I don't know about WVU's chances just because they just haven't showed up in these two games in, in big time Big 12 matchups. 
Um, yeah, both were twenty point plus losses. Yeah, so it, it will be tough uh, for the Mountaineers. I think they're a solid team this year, but I just don't know if they have enough scoring, enough consistency on offense to keep up with some of these high powered teams. Now, granted, both of those losses were on the road. Right, West Virginia is undefeated in the Coliseum this year. Yeah, and, and they haven't played though a ton of that's true. Good teams. The, in the, the only big win at home has been UConn. Yeah, right. UConn was the big win there. Now, this will be a rowdy crowd tonight. I'm sure you know, it should be a packed house uh, with a you know a ranked team coming in. So that that could help West Virginia at least keep it close. That's why you see the six and a half point spread. But I, I still think Baylor pulls it out tonight, just based on the fact that. You know, they're a top 10 team. I don't think they're going to lose three straight, and we haven't really seen WVU prove it against ranked competition besides against UConn. But UConn's no longer ranked. Yeah, UConn no longer ranked. Uh, let's take a little uh, slide over to West Virginia football. Some news for a former – I don't think we talked about this yesterday, do we? No. We didn't touch on it at all. Jared Daigie finds a new home to play final season at Western Kentucky. Uh, Western Kentucky – uh, getting some interesting transfers in uh, quarterback-wise now the last two seasons. They've, you know, last season, uh, what was the guy's name? Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi led the NCAA in what he passing broke the yards? Record, he right? broke the for record touchdowns? for touchdowns and passing yards, I think. Uh, now they get a guy from the Big 12. I mean, they're recruiting for football. When you look at it from afar, it's pretty good. Yeah, and Jared Dagey had success at Bowling Green, he'll now be playing at a much more similar level in Conference USA. Um, so he could have cons- some success at WKU. Uh, I believe Houston Baptist's head coach, who was Zappi's head coach at Houston Baptist, is now either the head coach at Western, or the, I believe he's the offensive coordinator yeah. at Western Kentucky. So that offense, for whatever reason, seems to be able to put up a lot of points. Um, and I think that's a good move for Daigie if he wants to you know, put up some numbers and impress some people in his final year of college eligibility. WKU is a good place to do that with their offense, with kind of some of their skill positions coming back. It's a good decision, I think, for him. He can definitely have some success there. Now, for WVU, they're moving on to a new era. But for Daigie, that that seems like a smart move. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he plays because, as you mentioned, Nick, the level of play changes, so that might help them. But you also mentioned West Kentucky usually puts up points, and that is exactly what West Virginia struggled with with Debbie at the helm, was putting up points offensively. It was uh, probably the biggest struggle that they had both seasons that he was the starter. Yeah. I mean, I think, too, though, when you're going to a lesser conference and you're getting to, I guess, fit into an offense that may – be better suited to have success at least against conference usa teams i think he'll fit in fine i mean well he didn't pressure's going to be on him though especially after the performance zappy had like I, I don't think he can put up the numbers like he did but you gotta remember there's way less pressure at a school like western kentucky than at wvu yeah but i so. mean fan base point wise you just came off a bowl win conference championship right or did no, they lose no. they lost their conference championship okay i thought for some reason they won but they, still, yeah. But they did win their that they had breaking records. Might be that's a not something that Daggy's going to do. But yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll be great as Zappy was, but he can fit in and throw you know twenty to thirty touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised. 
and have some success we'll in see. Conference USA, especially if all these teams make the jump to the Sun Belt. Yeah, we're still waiting on that, uh, but we got some. Then the conference is going to be terrible. Got so some interesting news that I texted you guys. We may have to talk about it next segment. Not really news; it's more of gossip. Uh, but let's talk about a former Big Twelve quarterback coming to the Mountain State. Marshall Inks, Texas Tech quarterback, uh, Henry Columbia, I believe is how you say his name. He committed to play for the Herd on Sunday afternoon. He made his announcement on Twitter after announcing back on the 12th of January that he entered the portal. He played in seven games last season for the Red Raiders, threw for 1,291 yards, five touchdowns, but had five interceptions. Uh, Charles Huff attracted Big 12 commits. Right, this could be... I think a good move for Marshall. I mean, he's also got some dual threat ability, I believe. So, uh, you know, I don't know much about him, but played at Texas Tech, had a few starts there. We'll see if uh, he can do some good things for the herd. Obviously, Marshall's big issue was turnovers with Grant Wells, right? He he seemed to have some good talent um, at times, but just inconsistent turnovers. And if Marshall can cut down on those, we know they have Rasheen Ali coming back at running back. Uh, They got some weapons on the outside at wide receiver. So just, you know, as long as he can not turn the ball over, he doesn't have to be Rakeem Cato or Chad Pennington, Byron Leftwich. He just has to be decent and not have a ton of turnovers. And Marshall can be successful with their defense of talent while their defense didn't play well last year. That's also an issue. Um I think they can be successful offensively, though, with a, a good quarterback that doesn't doesn't struggle with the turnover category. That will be big for. And Marshall will most likely, according to reports, need a new offensive coordinator, as the Memphis Tigers have reportedly hired Marshall offensive coordinator Tim Cramsey to fill the t- same position for the Tigers. He'd be replacing former offensive coordinator Kevin Johns, who left to become the coordinator at Duke. Uh, this could be good because it could be good and bad because do they go internally and do they fill it with a former Marshall offensive coordinator who's back on the staff after spending a season or two at WVU or do they go a whole different direction? That being Bill Legg, do they bring back Bill Legg as the OC? He's already here as the assistant head coach and tight ends coach with Marshall. Do they bring him back in as the OC? Uh, didn't have He had a little bit of success at Marshall in the early 2010s with Rakeem Cato, but then in the in 2015, 16, 17, uh, especially those latter two years under Chase Litton, the offense uh, took a lot of scrutiny, and uh, it seemed like the same kind of offense was what it was under uh, Cramsey. So that's a lot of lot to look at, especially as your transfer quarterback coming in under a new OC potentially. Yeah, I think um, for. Marshall and the offensive coordinator situation, they they should go with a new hire. I I don't know if keeping somebody in-house would be the best move because I think Charles Huff should go with a guy that either he knows and has connections to, which would be obviously a guy on his staff currently, but I just feel like they they need somebody with a new mindset that has a similar, I guess, way of running the offense to what Huff wants to do, which is you know, big plays through the air. So maybe Huff just takes over play calling. That's also an option. Um, yeah, but I mean, he has said in the past that he doesn't want to do that. He wants to be the manager of the team more so and more so embrace the role of the head coach than be the play caller. So we'll see uh, what direction they go. 
overall it just seemed like it seemed like with Cramsey that players were lacking development in offense for the most part um and and they just never really seemed to get much better in his offense i don't they're know. running on third down and 10 i mean that's other that's things. bill leg stuff right so that is bill leg stuff so that's we'll why you see. don't bring back bill leg another guy on the staff which could be an intriguing thing we kind of talked about it yesterday uh, not a guy you necessarily want right now, but could be a future OC and a former uh, quarterback at WVU, Clint Trickett. He's on the staff as pass game coordinator slash wide receivers coach. So uh, that could be, I don't, if he wants to go in that direction, he could go in that direction. Or you have a guy that spent time as an assistant tight ends coach in the NFL who came back, Mike Bartram. He could be OC, I, I, you know, internals, if you're looking at internal candidates. I don't necessarily know they go internal-wise because Huff's got some pool. He could bring in, you know, the uh, wide receivers coach from Bama or something. I, I'm just throwing something out there. I doubt that'll happen. I'm just throwing his pool out there. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely he, – he knows – you know, he's been around for a while. Uh, he, he has his connections – from Alabama, Penn State. So he's coached with a lot of different guys. I'm sure he has somebody in mind as an offensive coordinator. I think the whole idea of keeping Cramsey around was because that would help Grant be comfortable with the transition, but Grant Wells is gone. gone. So there's no real reason to keep Cramsey around, and Tim Cramsey appears to want to move on as well. So we'll see what direction they go. But overall, it won't matter too much if the team's not successful on the field. Yeah, definitely. And before we hit the break here, just want to shout out Marshall running back. You mentioned him, Rasheen Ali. He was an all-purpose selection on the 2021 Football Writers Association of America freshman All-America team on Monday. So an All-American freshman at Marshall. Uh, He was tied for third-year freshman, but yeah. (laughs) It is interesting how uh, that works because Conference USA didn't acknowledge him as a freshman, so he didn't make the all-freshman team, and everybody was mad if you're a Marshall fan. Yeah. And they were like, how did Ali not win freshman of the year? Well, I'm like, Conference USA didn't have him as a freshman. They had him as a sophomore or junior. As so. a second-year player. Their freshman is a first-year player. Right. Uh, but he let, he was tied for second in the uh, NCAA with 23 touchdowns for second. Uh, most touchdowns overall – he had 25. He was tied for fourth. Most points, fourth with 150. Uh, fifth in most points per game. Seventh in most rushing yards. Seventh in most rushing yards per game. And, uh, you know, those are just some qualities of a, of a good running back that, again, you want to keep around your team. Because if you have a running back like this who is has three more years of eligibility – you never know. You got to keep them around. That's why they, you know, hopefully they go in a good direction offensive coordinator wise because you want to keep a guy like that around for three to four years, uh, the third year if he decides to enter the, enter the NFL draft. Well, he'd be eligible next year, I believe, for the draft. So if he has another year like this, we'll probably see the end of Rasheen Ali in the green and white, I would think. Because somebody's going to probably take a chance on him at some point in the draft. Yeah. Uh, you don't want that yet, but that could happen. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store, any longer cabinets and designer bedding. Outdoor living, it's family and operated located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more when we come back. We'll talk Washington Wizards. Uh, three of us got a chance to watch the MLK Day game yesterday. We'll have our thoughts and uh, look forward to the upcoming game schedule when we come back on the Sports Mix next. My minute, my 
my thoughts to bark like hounds I focus on my breathing and the universal sound Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Panhandle Printing and Design is your full-service local print shop. With over 50 years of combined experience, we know how to handle all of your printing and design needs. We can handle anything, from small business cards to wrapping large vehicles. Our in-house design team can do it all. As a staple of this community, we love helping people promote their events, businesses, and anything they're passionate about. Envision, create, and bring your ideas to life with Panhandle Printing and Design. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Because this concern... Welcome back into this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Brunick, Virgil Lee, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. Uh, talk some Wizards basketball. The three of us had a chance yesterday to watch the game. We ended up watching it together after an early day here at the office due to some snow. Uh, the Wizards bounced back from their disappointing loss on Saturday. They steamrolled the 76ers 117-98. to and uh, now they're 23 and 21 overall. Bradley Beal returns to the lineup after spending three games in the health and safety protocol. Uh, they never trailed in the game. Uh, as seven Wizards uh, went into double figures as part of the bounce attack, Joel Embiid at 32 points to lead all scorers, uh, but Philly lost its only only its second game in the last 11. You what? You button. There we go. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, Wizards now 23 and 21 on the season. Steamrolled the 76ers 117 and 98 yesterday. Nick Collin and I watched that game. Bradley Beal returned from health and safety protocols. Uh, seven Wizards in double figures. Joel Embiid at 32 for the 76ers. Uh, only now their second loss in the last 11 games. Wizards pretty impressive yesterday. And Embiid, you forgot to mention, he got put on a poster by oh, Kyle Kuzma. He did. And then that, that second that time, that was, a, it was fun to watch. nice looking poster. And then that second time, he didn't go up for that block because he did not want to get put on another one by Kuzma. And, you know, having Bradley Beal back makes this team so much better because he is a threat to score on every possession. He's one of the only guys on the team that can really create for themselves, him and Kuzma. 
everybody else is kind of a role player and not really known as just you know a straight up scorer that can create by themselves and also create for others so uh Beal does that for this team he elevates them to you know a different level where they can be a four five six seed instead of probably having to fight for their playoff spot um so hopefully they can keep him in the lineup and, and they're finally healthy are the wizards yeah here's i believe here's the uh besides bertans i think he's out but yeah. i don't really like bertans he takes bad shots here's kuzma posterizing uh Embiid from the wizards radio network dave johnson Neto now foul line Just talking about a bag of tricks kuzma tries go to that oh slam <laughs> <laughs> right in and who didn't hire him because he slammed it on joel Embiid. There you go, Dave Johnson. Always love the calls from Dave Johnson. Uh, Wizards, though, they're back at it tomorrow night as they host the Nets. We'll have that one on Talk Radio WRNR 645 pregame. But uh, the Wizards starting to make some noise. You said getting pretty healthy. Uh, it shortens, 59 bench points. Yeah, 59 bench points. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, guys like Denny Avdia not getting in the lineup something uh you know that kind of is unfortunate because he's had to play a lot but uh kind of sucks for uh you know get, trying to get better during the season but if you can play like with the players that they have right now it could be good for the wizards yeah well kispert's better than obvia so like we said at the forward position it's a log jam there and uh then he's had his moments but he still isn't quite i think to the level where they maybe expected him to be. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe they move on from him and Bertans. I wouldn't be mad about that. Because, like I said, Bertans has a terrible contract um, for just a shooter, and he hasn't been a very good shooter since signing that contract. So if they could get something for them, I wouldn't be too mad about that. Maybe somebody solid off the bench or really anything. Um, But in terms of... You know, that win yesterday, it's a good one over the 76ers, uh, a team that the Wizards had lost, I think, six straight to because they got swept in the playoffs and then lost their final two games against them probably in the regular season. So, Yeah, and, yeah they uh, lost last month to them. I was looking at it okay, uh, there you go. earlier. Let me double-check the They might have got swept score. in the – it might have just been 117-96, and that was uh, December 26th. Right, so it might have just been regular season games that they have lost six straight. I don't know if they counted the postseason, but I remember hearing that during the broadcast yesterday. Yeah, and you got to like the scoring on this team. Uh, Montrezl, again, again off the bench, 18 points, led the way for the Wiz. 15 points for Kyle Kuzma, 16 rebounds, so another double-double for him. Uh, Thomas Bryant with 15 points. Bradley Beal with 13 points. KCP with 14 points. Rui Hachimura into double digits in his 16 minutes of play with 11 points. Uh, so, you know, two guys recently coming back, Thomas Bryant and Rui Hachimura, six, or 26 total points, 10 boards. So you kind of like them kind of getting back in the swing of things now if you're the Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards now 3-1 and one in these uh, first four games of the eight-game homestand. So you're hoping here these next four games against Brooklyn, Toronto, Boston, and then the L.A. Clippers are uh, – wins as well except for maybe that celtics one just because of me you know we'll be going to the game game. exactly i I want to see the wizards lose said the boss not what the boat that's not what nick and i want here well sorry my Uh, opinion's more important but yeah the wizards back at (laughs) it tomorrow 
uh, you know, as you mentioned, three and one in this homestand already could do some damage uh, I mean, in the standings if they the continue. Like be this. okay with a six and two homestand, right? They want to yeah. go. They want to go seven and one, though, sir. Well, the Wizards moved back up to eighth. If they beat the Nets and lose to the Celtics, so I'll be okay. It's the NBA, I'll man. Get over it. Yeah. Where are the Celtics? They're at tenth. I know. That's why they need to start winning. <laughs> they they got to win yesterday. Yeah, they've won back to back. Yeah. Bulls though remain on top of the Eastern Kinda Conference. Like the Heat number two, Nets number three, Cavs four, Bucks five, Seventy Sixers six. Hornets 7, Wizards 8th, and uh, ninth and 10th, the Raptors and the Celtics. So you see all those teams on this home, or a lot of those teams. You see the Celtics in the top 10, Raptors, 76ers, uh, Nets. So uh could be an interesting homestand for the Wizards. Yeah. The East is competitive right now. The Wizards are hot. I mean, knocking off Philly is a pretty big thing for the Wizards lately, and Brooklyn would be another great win if they can do so because I think KD I heard is out if I remember correctly but Kyrie gets to play since it's on the road KD just never wants to play in DC man could be true too he's scared of you know returning home and getting heckled yeah. he doesn't deal with people heckling him he doesn't deal with pressure very well that's or, true or people being mean to him exactly I mean, you've seen his social where... media and all of his burner accounts he's pretty funny though so he is. I'll give him credit. His burner accounts, you're accusing KD of He's having a burner accounts? He's not accusing, it is a fact. Yeah. It's came out that he has burners. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that was actually what happened. So uh, Yeah, he has kind of a social media problem. Yeah. He doesn't ignore people very well. Yeah, I guess he does not. Uh, but the segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take a back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We come up, we come back. We will wrap things up on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Talking the NFL, a great game last night. Uh, the us, the three of us went two and one. A great in, game. <laughs> three of us went two and one in projecting the game. Nick, the lone guy that chose the Cardinals. We'll talk about that next. And uh, you'll hear the NFL playoffs memorable moments from Westwood One when we come back and close things out on today's edition of the Sports Mix. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304 Three five zero zero six four six. Learn more today.
Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices. Located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg, Spencer Buenick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us as we close things out on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, but before we close things out, let's uh, give me one second to pull it up. Let's hear the NFL memorable moments memorable playoff moments from Westwood One. Westwood One presents memorable moments in NFL postseason history. To say that Lynn Swan made the most of his opportunities during Super Bowl X would be putting it mildly. The Steelers Hall of Fame receiver racked up a then record 161 yards on just four receptions, the most graceful and acrobatic of which came on a 53-yarder late in the first half. Terry Bradshaw wants to throw the bomb way down and is juggled and caught at the 42-yard line. Lynn Swan with a circus catch pulled down at the 36-yard line of the Dallas Cowboys. Lynn Swan made a marvelous catch. Swan had made another leaping catch in the first quarter to help set up the Steelers' first score but he cemented the game and MVP honors with a 64-yard touchdown reception in the fourth quarter as Pittsburgh downed Dallas 21-17. With another memorable moment in NFL postseason history, I'm Scott Graham, Westwood One Sports. Another memorable moment is Colin getting your your headset back on a little late there. Uh, Lynn Swan, though. Obviously, Lynn Swan, one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, but let's talk about overrated some, in my opinion. As a Ravens fan, I expected that. Uh, but right. let's talk about last night's game. Uh, he had between, like fifty touchdowns in his career. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about last night's game between the Cardinals and the Rams. Here, uh, let's play the uh, first touchdown of the game from Stafford to OBJ. Inspired change in his Acknowledges to the left of the line. Two receivers plus Higby, the tight end to the right. Michelle in the backfield. On the left hash, it's Stafford to the shotgun. Gets the shotgun snap. Looking left, throwing left. OBJ left, got corner, leaping up. Pulls it down. Feet down. Touchdown. Odell Beckham Jr. The jump ball. Put six on the board. And the Rams take the early lead. That was from Westwood One that you heard right here on Talk Radio WRNR. And that... uh, Started it all for the Rams as they would score 34 and only give up 11 to advance to the next round of the playoffs. And uh, this game was kind of an intriguing matchup going in because both teams kind of iffy going into the game. Yeah, I mean, the Rams weren't playing great, but they had 
been still finding ways to win. The Cardinals were struggling in terms of really everything since that Lions game. So while I picked the Cardinals, and that was mainly because you know, I'm a Stafford hater, I guess now. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, I, I just, I just don't like that. For years, quarterbacks have gotten, you know, hated on for not winning playoff games, even if they make the playoffs. But Stafford couldn't even make the playoffs with the Lions, and because it's the Lions, yeah, it's the Lions. It, I don't care if you're this elite quarterback, you should lead your team to the playoffs at least. Okay. He needs weapons. He had, he had Calvin Johnson. That's it. The greatest receiver of our generation in that, terms that, of pure I talent. I don't disagree with that, but that's one guy. What more do you need? If you're that <laughs> great. Three more guys. He threw for like 5,000 yards every season, but he couldn't get his team to the playoffs. So he's just a numbers I mean, that's guy. That's also one side of the ball. Like you got to exactly. have a defense. He's just a numbers guy. And he finally won a playoff game, so good for him. Now we can stop talking about that. He's going to get bounced by the Bucks next week. They're like three picks. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, you might be right, but I could they be wrong. have the weapons. They do have weapons. They have Rams a- have the weapons that he needed. Yeah. And he looked great last night. I mean, he did, and the Cardinals didn't look good. And I give him credit it's for awesome finally for you know playing well because he hasn't played well in a while for the for the Rams, even with the weapons. Uh, you know, he struggled against the Ravens. He struggled in several games there toward the end of the year. He struggled in that last game of the regular season against the 49ers. So um, it is good that he put it together. I think the Rams do have a complete team in terms of roster, but will they be able to get over the hump? and knock off a team like Brady and the Bucks. I don't know about. But in terms of last night's game, you know, they did execute. Uh, they did take care of business. The Cardinals, like you said before the show, Colin, are this year's Steelers in terms of how they started the year and how they ended the year. Uh, so while both teams were not really playing great football, the Rams were winning at the end of the year. They were finding a way to win, which is the most important thing. And they blew out the Cardinals last night. And, uh, you know, Kyler Murray didn't play well. There weren't a whole lot of highlights. That pick six was awful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now we have moved on to the divisional round of the playoffs. That will be this Saturday and Sunday. Game one, 430 CBS, and also on Westwood One, which you'll hear right here on Talk Radio WRNR. Bengals at the Titans. It's a 430 kickoff. You can hear NFL Today starting at 4 p.m. right here on Talk Radio WRNR. Then the nightcap, the 49ers at the Packers. Uh, it'll go directly into that game on Westwood One, but that is an 8-15 game on Fox. And then on Sunday, a uh, let me pull up the times here from Westwood One, 2.30 p.m. NFL Today on Westwood One with a 3 p.m. kickoff uh, between the Rams and the Bucks. That's on NBC. And then the nightcap, a 6.30 kickoff on CBS between the Bills and the Chiefs. Again, you can hear all those games right here on Talk Radio WRNR. Uh, most intriguing matchup this weekend, though, I think is going to be the Bills and the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, those are two all-pro caliber quarterbacks in Kansas City, which is always a, a tough place to play. So that should be a fun game. But I'm hoping just in general we get better games this week because not a whole yeah. lot of close ones. This that that one is the rematch of last year's AFC Championship, two rocket-powered AFC offenses. But I'm not sleeping on that Tennessee Titans-Cincinnati Bengals game because I want to see how healthy Derrick Henry truly is coming back. I'd love to see him run all over the Bengals. I know you would. (laughs) And, yeah, I'm tired of the Bengals too. But hopefully they lose. 
That does it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. We're one week away from we got a very special guest coming on the show at 1240 on the 25th. Just a little teaser here. You guys know who it is, but we're just going to tease it to the audience. Uh, Do we? Yeah. Yeah, You I guys do. know. Dang it. T- takes me a while to think Lost about out. it, though. Yeah. But that does it for this edition. Rob Mary, of- yeah. That does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, for Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Puy saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow just afternoon. noon.